This is your boy E-Money Boss. Welcome to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Who's still in the building? Let me know. The shit I'd like to get to tonight. You already got the night starting all right, man. I ain't gonna lie. I need Ebo and Shayo. Don't forget to like the video on your way in. Chokehold on on my uh on my Apple Music. I ain't gonna lie, I did not want to go off. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. It's just fucking fire. But anyway, three, two, one, top, 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 top hill episode one thirty seven. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Top Hill Pie, aka E Money Boss, and I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. And guys, um, we appreciate you guys for pulling up on us. Um, just want to let you guys know we have changed and updated our time to help uh, accommodate you guys. We are now starting the podcast at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's like 10 p.m. Ghana time. So we're going to be here a little bit earlier for you guys. So you guys can pull up on us on the live. Mm-hmm. Um, give us more uh, reaction suggestions and more new music and uh, things to listen to, man. So, make sure you guys pull up on us, and if you guys want us to react to your music, just pull up to the live, put it in the comments. If you guys don't want to wait your turn or in line, you can go ahead and send us a super chat, 
and uh, we'll get right to it. Um, today we got a very special guest in the building. Um, can't wait to bring this gentleman on. We this has been uh, you know some time in the making. You know what I mean? We've been talking. We've been talking for a while, so it's gonna be good to have this brother on. So without further ado, we got our man Bucky Malone in the building. Let's go. What's up, man? How you doing? Sorry, man. You know, I know it's like a little bit of a maze to get in here. (laughs) What's going on, man? How you feeling? Purple mic. I like that. You like it? Fit the swag, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling great, Great. man. Great, man. Great to be here, man. We appreciate you for pulling up on us, man. Nah, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. I I know you. uh, had to make a little trip down here, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, the, your flight was beat. good, you know what I mean? <laughs> Basically, yeah. you know. <laughs> they give you any snacks no from there, you no know No turbulence, no turbulence. All right, bad, bad, I used to bad. live around here, though. I used to oh, live, for real? Yeah, for a little bit. I lived in Brandywine for a little bit. Okay. So, I like, you know, I'm That's familiar with this area. You got know you. Familiar with that traffic, man. Especially yeah, this yeah, area, man. man. Yeah, I went right, took my ass right back to Virginia, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was out the way. This is really out the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we already know how it is when you come down to Wakanda, man. You know? <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So Bucky Malone, tell the people who is Bucky Malone, man, and uh, why should they be interested in you, and what do you bring to the people, man? What do you do? Bucky Malone, he's a artist, visionary, a leader. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, I make hip hop music. I, I am hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, this is a lifestyle that I feel like I've been indulged in since. Since a kid, you know what I'm saying? I've always been to been into rap and just music, period. So I've been an artist since I was like a kid, pretty much. So, For real? Yeah. And when you say artist, um, other types of arts as well outside of music? Um, I mean, back then I was just strictly music, but now, you know, I dibble and dabble and do other stuff. You know like what? what? Uh, like, okay, graphic design, stuff okay, like that. Okay, yes, yeah, like art. Us. Like, um... You can say like clothing design stuff like that. Okay. A little bit of that. Okay. What well, um what made you want to get into music? I know you say you you started when you was young. Was there a certain um artist, a certain moment in time that made you feel like you know music? This is kind of something that I want to start doing. Um, shit. Honestly, just my love for music for real. Just growing up in the house, you know what I'm saying all day every day music playing whether it be oldies uh, mm-hmm. or hip hop or um, R&B at that time you know 90s it was a lot of good R&B out at the time okay. like just me loving music for real bro like living in the house with my mom my grandmother like they was like music hoarders like all they had like they had vinyls from way back in the day they had like all the CDs that was coming out so just being a youngin around that you know what I'm saying it was just always music playing so I always knew like I was gonna be making music. I just didn't really know my entryway into it around that time. At what age did you start? Um, I say I put out my first song when I was like fourteen. You know what I'm saying? I was dibbling and dabbling a little bit before that, but like my first actual song, like fourteen. Then like after recording a bunch of songs, and you know I was really going through the motion, evolving and shit, learning. You know what I'm saying? That was like the early, early beginning stage. So. After like a couple years, I put out like my first mixtape probably when I was like 15, 16. Okay. Yeah, I was like 16, no, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. He might be coming. I told I him, I I told him pull up. Okay, oh, yeah, 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 I think yeah. I did <laughs> Shout out my nigga Thorne. Yeah, shout out Thorne, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go open the door. Uh, yeah. Let me go open the door. Um, <laughs> 
So where where did you um grow up, man? What was your upbringing like? Like what um for our people, like you know, we have a really strong international audience and right, everything right, like that. Yes. So they may not understand the the language and the lingo. Or something not like for that, sure. But, uh, where are you from? Well, I'm from Northern Virginia. To be specific, I was born in Arlington Hospital, okay. but like I ain't really live in Arlington too long. Like I moved to Alexandria for a little bit. Then from there, I was in Bailey's Crossroads for about like ten years, eleven years. Mm-hmm. And then transported from Bailey's Crossroads to Manassas, Prince William County. Okay. And I was just out there for the remainder of like, you know, like middle school, high school and shit like that. Gotcha. But that whole time I was kind of like living in Maryland too, because I was going back and forth. Like my pops was in Maryland, so I would be back and forth. Like school during the week, VA weekends, I'm in Maryland Mm -hmm. with my pops. So it was like, at first I kind of wasn't really... I was hanging out with like the kids in my first neighborhood, like when I was in Bailey's Crossroads. But when I moved to like Prince William County, at first I ain't really know nobody like that. I was mm-hmm. like spending more time in my old neighborhood in Maryland. But then like after a while, you know how it is when they find out like you going to school like somewhere else and your address somewhere else. They like, yeah. oh yeah, you got transfer. So like I was right. still going to like Fairfax County schools and shit at the time. Okay. They found out I moved, so they just was like, yeah, you know, give you a little time to. Get your affairs in order, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, particularly play that. Yeah, like, yeah, you feel me? So I ended up transferring to, like, Prince William County Schools, and that's when I started, like, hanging out in Manassas and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. And what, what part of Maryland was, um, was your pops in? Um, shit, at first, we was in Seat Pleasant. Okay. We were staying in Central Park. Like, that was, like, my childhood house. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, we were staying right in Central Park. I could show y'all the house to this day. Like, we was, like, right in the bottom. He was right next to Central Gardens and shit. So it was like, I know at the, your weekends were probably lit. You probably like. I mean, to tell you the truth, being that age, we weren't really allowed to go outside. Like we uh-huh. we could go to our friend's house, but like shit was kind of crazy over there at that time. So yeah. I ain't gonna care. We weren't really outside like that. Like mm-hmm. we would go across the street, play. You know what I'm saying? Play with our neighbors or something. But yeah. at that time, you know what I'm saying? Shit was kind of crazy. Then we moved like to Walker Mill. Mm-hmm. We was in Walker Mill for a little bit. We was out of uh, New Carrollton slash like Riverdale area type shit okay. for a little bit. So all over Maryland for real too. All right. All right. Okay. How would you best describe your your music style, man? Like if, if you had to, you know, put it in a couple of words, how would you describe your style of music? It's like, it's golden age inspired, but driven by the future to say the least because I don't feel like I'm on some like, even though, like, a lot of the shit I listen to is super, super hip-hop shit, mm-hmm. super hip-hop heads may not get that vibe from listening to me. Okay. And that's only because I always like to just do my own thing and just be as original as possible. But it still kind of is derived from, you know what I'm saying, like, 90s hip-hop and, like, shit before me. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the old heads, they don't realize that, like, we really be listening and studying not to for them. Sure. You know what I mean? Like... We may be looking at like people like Uzi and Cardi, like some of these yeah. younger heads and stuff like that. But like, they really are like fans of yeah, like all that, that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I might put on some Raekwon right after I listen to some Playboy Cardi. Like right. that's the type of cat I am. Like right. I, I mix and match all that shit. I listen right. to everything. So nowadays, I, I probably listen to R and B more than I listen to rap. To be honest with you, for real? Yeah. Yeah, nah, I I understand that way. I'm not going. But I like how you said that, you know, people who are listening to hip-hop and stuff like that, when they hear you, they're not going to feel like, you know, they're listening to somebody else. Because right. I feel like that's the way to make it, honestly. Yeah. Like, if you sound like the next person, 
it's not gonna work. Nah, for sure. So you said you started um, releasing your music like when you were fourteen. When, yeah. when do you feel like you actually started um, attracting somewhat of a buzz and and people um, started knowing you for making music? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like since the very beginning, I know at least my community, like in Manassas and shit. Like when I was in high school, because I was playing like football and shit at that time too. So I'm balancing high school football. But like the niggas who really know me know I rap too. So like I used to like slide niggas little burnt CDs. Like yeah, peep that woo shit like that. So like even in high school, I was like putting niggas on game. Like yeah, I rap woo. I've been playing the CDs early, but I think senior year in high school. I just had an epiphany. Like, I was playing football. We had, like, a whole new coaching staff. They were some shit. <laughs> and, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot yeah. of my niggas was really nice with the ball shit. I was all right. Like, I was good. I could have played college ball, but I wasn't. My heart wasn't in it. Mm -hmm. So as I'm watching them go further into their little journey, mm -hmm. I was kind of getting further away from it. Like, I was kind of, like, drifting more into the music. So, like, my senior year, I kind of was, like, hung the cleats up. was going to the studio damn near every day. And niggas was like, it was some niggas kind of looking at me like, are you rapping? But then it was a lot of people still kind of supportive, like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to cap. It was people supporting since day one. But I think, like, once I was around, like, 16, 17, mm -hmm. that's when they was like, yo, this, this nigga get nice. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then when I, as soon as I turned, I was working on it when I was 17, but as soon as I turned 18, I dropped my mixtape life pretty much. Okay. And that shit kind of, like, changed everything. People was like, oh, nah, he's a rapper. Like, niggas was, like, really taking it serious, serious at that point. Gotcha. What would you say is your most proud project, the, the project that you made that you're the most proud of right now? I don't know. They all my babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. To be honest with you, they all my babies. Mm -hmm. I got like like thirty seven projects up to date. Wow. Uh, like, I might be off a couple. Sheesh. I might have more, but something like that in that range from two thousand and nine to now, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's not even counting like compilation shits. I haven't been on and all of that. That's just my shit. Okay. So it's hard when you put it like that. It's hard. It's like I got like five that I gotta say almost instead of one, like. Okay. What are those five? Cause you know, our, our people might just wanna go ahead and take a listen. Oh, nah, man. for sure. Uh, I'ma keep it recent. I'ma say uh, this new tape I got out right now, the uh, Polos and 40 Belows. Mm -hmm. It's a, a joint mixtape with Wi-Fi guy. He produced the whole tape. It's some co-production on there from Loco Los as well. Shout out Loco Los. Okay. But I'm proud of that shit just because of how organic it came about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I did the artwork to it. Okay. Design the merch that's about to come out to it. Yeah. And just like, I don't want to say like I haven't been promoting the project and nothing because we definitely have, but it seemed like since it's, since we dropped it, it's been on. Like, it's been mm -hmm. getting a real organic reception. So I'm like, I ain't surprised, but at the same time, it's always good to see. So, yeah. That yeah. one, I got um, a project called Don't Stress, and that's like probably my only R&B project to this day. But like, I was really proud of that because I kind of, um, me and my boy Chad Genius, we like did some different shit from what I was doing at the time. And people like started to find out I could sing a little bit. So it was like, you know, I got a kick out of that. People seeing me do different shit. It's a good bag to get into that melodic. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, I plan on doing a lot more shit. Like, I mean, I got splashes of it on my projects, but it's like, I plan on dropping a full RB project again someday. But it's like, you got to be in a certain element to do that sometimes. So. Mm -hmm. I've been more on my rap shit, you know what I mean? But um, the Purple album, I just dropped that last year. I put a lot of work. I think that was the 
out of all my projects, I put a lot of time and like emotion and just I really like I'm like a I'm like an energi- energizer bunny. Like once you get me started, it's hard to turn me off. Like sometimes I be avoiding the studio because it's like once I get in that bitch, it's like I ain't gonna want to leave kind right. of shit. You know what I'm saying? So with this particular project for me, it wasn't like. Oh, let me just throw this out because I didn't show everybody I can drop like twenty tapes in a year or some crazy stuff that like that. That is crazy because it's even I'm still stuck on thirty seven, possibly give or take some more. That's I had to it. slow down. It would have been more than that. I really slowed myself. I say around like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Like I had at the time management and shit was like, yo, you need to like slow down a little bit. Like let wow. them digest. I guess because people just felt like my team felt like, yo. Relax. Let them digest what you got out for a little bit, then hit them with it. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I was damn near dropping like four tapes a year, easy. That's good. I feel like, like that's boom, key. Boom, I was boom. just getting ready to ask you. That's what everybody doing now. So many like making so much music. Have you been consistent the whole time, or have you taken any breaks? Nah, I ain't taking no breaks since two thousand nine. I've dropped a project. I think two thousand and twenty one was the only year I didn't drop a full length project. I still dropped the EP that year. Uh, four pack with my boy Ronan, that was shit was hard. Uh, everything, but you think that was due to the pandemic or you had nah? Reasons? It was because I was working on the purple album to keep the okay. trail. Because I was just like so zoned in, and I was just like I feel like me being in this shit so young. This shit was always a rush. I would get in the studio, record like twenty songs off back, and then just drop them shits. Me being older, I'm like, let me sit down and actually do a whole bunch of shit and really pick from shit and like take my time yeah you know let me take my time with it instead of just feeling like because i never had like i'm just i got my own studio set up and shit now like coming up as much music i was dropping i never had my own studio i was going to other niggas studios and shit so for me it was like always like fuck that i gotta do as much as i can while i'm in this motherfucker so yeah you know what i'm saying so that shit would turn into me having a whole bunch of songs me dropping a whole bunch of tapes so with the purple album i really took my time with it like not because I felt like, oh, I, it wasn't sounding right. It just was like, I want to make sure everything is right. The marketing, the merch, the rollout. You know what I'm saying? Everything. So, Purple Album, the Pink Album, which was before that, 2017, that had my single, Wishlist. It had a single called Mission on it. That was another project that I feel like people people still be like, yeah, that was one of them ones. Like, but we ain't got to ramble on. I got a lot of music, but those is like some of my favorite ones. With all the songs that you do have, like, because that's a lot of projects. It's a lot of songs. How um, are you making visuals for a lot of these projects, too? Yeah, of course. I mean, I ain't going front. Like, I had to get into the groove of that because early in my career, like I said, I've been rapping for so long. So I would like to consider, like, my breakout year was during, like, the blog era in, like, 2011. Mm-hmm. So at that time... If you remember, visuals was motherfuckers weren't really dropping that many visuals. If anything, no, it was like just starting to come back. It was like vlogs and in studio performances, mm-hmm. but it wasn't too many like video videos out. You know what I'm saying? But like as time went on, you know what I mean. The visuals people start. You know, it became more visual. A world star, right. and then YouTube start getting more lit. And then it was just like I had to catch up with the times. But one thing about me, just growing up and watching like these nostalgic music videos they always seem to have like a big budget or just a bunch of crazy shit going on just high production so i always wanted my videos to match that vibe like Ludacris is like one of my favorite artists yeah, yeah. so he's somebody who i would see his videos or even a red man and be like yo this shit funny or it's creative i want to do something like that so for a while i kind of refused to do a video because i was like i want my shit to be hard i'm not trying to just 
30 people, we uh, that's what everybody's doing. I don't want to do that. So early on, that was really the struggle. Like me just like, nah, like y'all not bringing my vision out kind of thing. But then I just start getting with different videographers that were allowing me to actually come to them with my own vision and treatments. And from there, I just started directing my own videos and shit. And that's when I started producing more videos and put more videos out. I think since the pandemic, I've released more videos like in my whole career. Like since 2020, I probably dropped like probably 20 music videos. Wow. Uh, How has the pandemic uh, affected your um, your artistry? Did it? No. <laughs> It kind of mo- it kind of motivated me a little bit. It kind of made me feel. I always been that type of person. Like everybody going right, I go left. So when shit was getting shut down and locked down, for me it was kind of like, hold up, y'all not finna tell me what the fuck to do. I'm still going to do what I got. I'm still going to put music out. I don't give a fuck who may not catch on right now. They're gonna catch on later. Like I'm not gonna wait around till somebody give me the okay. Like we don't got that much time for that. That's how I personally feel. So I agree. I did the same thing. <laughs> I was just in a space where I already had my plans before everything happened so when things start going the way they went i was just like am i supposed to just shut down nah you know what i mean i was like y'all can do what y'all want to do but i'm gonna stay focused keep my head down keep working that's what i did you know what i'm saying i think 2020 i dropped like four projects and that was the first time i had did that since i like started to slow down so like for me personally that was kind of like my message to the people like yeah y'all about to the old me is back. Like, how I was flooding y'all before, that's what y'all finna get. Mm. Okay. So, I know you said you um, have to, like, start catching up with the times and stuff like that. So, right now, of course, we're in the wave of a lot of short-form video content, TikTok yeah. and Instagram Reels, right. YouTube Shorts and stuff like that. Are you kind of, um, one, are you aware of, of this trend going on? And two, are you trying are you trying to like actually acclimate your music style to fit that format or are you saying you're going if they're going left you're going right which which way you going? Um, i'm definitely aware of what's going on you know the game always shifts and kind of go in a different direction after a while so i've been aware and like even before we got hot i seen it swaying in a direction i was kind of like damn like i hope it don't <laughs> get but now it's lit it's like the new thing and you know i don't really say i try to conform or make music for that like audience or crowd, like I'm always just continue to do me, mm-hmm. but I still try to just bring it to those platforms and just translate it all across the board. Right. You know, just bringing me to this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, re- I respect that. Like, you don't have to like completely like rebel. Against yeah, like I'm seeing niggas making little dances and shit. Like I ain't finna do all that. Like even mm-hmm. if I do got my own dance, I do in real life. Like I ain't finna do that for TikTok views and nothing like that. But I ain't against posting some music or some clips on TikTok. I ain't. Whoever doing it, they should keep doing it. But it's right. just like me being me. It's like it's not for everybody. Yeah, it ain't it's about really being organic. Thing. I ain't yeah. trying to sound like I'm too cool. But nah, yeah. really I don't. It's not that because I feel the same exact way. And people will try to make it seem like you too cool. But if it's not you, it's just not you. Yeah, like better than you do it and then looking goofy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. even when Vine was lit, I used to watch Vines and laugh yeah. at him and shit. But nigga, I wasn't trying to like be funny and make Vines and right. shit like that. Like nah. Believe they got fine about it. Yeah, that shit fucked up. They that took the whole formula. Like it was nothing. Yeah. TikTok is fine. They just yeah. took the whole shit. It just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's they more don't... music driven now. You know what I'm saying? Right. People, people are really like blowing up off of just TikTok, man. Like it, it goes to show you, like you could have like a 15, 30 second like just hot clip, and now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I ain't mad artist. at it at all because 
it's a lot of kids and people out there that wasn't getting no shot before that shit. So mm-hmm. I ain't mad at it. It yeah. opened, it definitely kicked down the door for a lot of people. It made shit easier, even yeah. for people like me. I don't even use it like that, but the fact that I know I can use it and it might make a few things easier, shit, salute to that. Yeah. And then I don't know if you guys heard, but you know, they're, they're trying to get TikTok about it. Um, yeah, they cannot stand yeah. it. I knew that was happening though, because you know I, I ain't trying to get on my conspiracy brother shit, but I used to always see. It's a safe space. I used to always see that shit like, oh, it's, it's like they stealing y'all private information on there and shit like that. I was seeing that shit like in 2020, so I was yeah. just like, and that was kind of another thing like that had me like, hmm? like, damn, should I be that heavy on this shit like right. that if it's really like that, like. Yeah, they they know what you want to what you want to look at because they 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 are in your phone. They right. know what you're looking right. at. They know what you're searching. They know so they know exactly when you come on that platform what to show you and everything like that. It's like yeah, it's it's getting really really crazy. But I heard like I think Montana's like the first state to like actually ban it. That's um, crazy. The Florida's all like most of their schools like all banned it from the campuses and stuff like that. That's crazy. I almost said some wild shit. I had to control myself. No, you just saying Media it, man. Media training. It, no. <laughs> you some wild shit here. It's all good. You know what I mean? It's all through nah, podcast. It's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think is strange? Just because I see like all these new AI programs and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's coming out. Like people are really putting like their whole selves, voices, faces, everything mm-hmm. like just exposing themselves right. like so much and they just keep making more AI technology to Yeah, that shit is crazy. You. Yeah, it's it's getting faster and faster. Have you guys heard the uh the Rihanna AI or like yes. yeah, motherfuckers is saying she sound better singing other people's other people's songs. Shit. No, I was she, like, that's funny. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I need that Rihanna AI uh, cover out. Yeah, that shit is that hard. hard. <laughs> I like how they. I like how I ain't gonna front like. From a technology side, nerd side of shit, that shit is cool. It's cool. But when you really look at the, the from a bird eye view, it's like, this shit can fuck everything up. Yeah, it can. It, we, we are slowly taking the humanity uh, out of a lot of the art. Right. Not yeah. even just the art. Like, imagine that. If you can make a motherfucker sound like somebody else, you know how I many scam- scamming is already, oh, motherfuckers yeah. already getting clicked out this bitch. That's you already know the scamming is about to be... You gonna think you gonna think Barack called your phone? They get really believing that shit. That like, is so crazy. Like oh shit. Cause I seen they do um the way they did like the whole Rihanna thing. They have the AI program called AI Resemble. So basically, mm-hmm. you can upload some words into your voice or whatever the case may be, or whomever's voice, That's and then you can get it to say whatever you want it to say. Mm-hmm. So the way that the scammers are doing it, they are using your friends and family members like searching you up finding who's your mom and stuff like that find the videos of them online uploading it into the ai program and now calling your phone oh, saying wow. that i'm stuck at the airport or i'm locked up or whatever the it's case may funny, be and i need funny, this man. information or this amount of money sent Damn. here with your actual voice that's crazy yo i'm like why we won't hear y'all need to make up a family code word something <laughs> just in case you get a call like that so that you can really identify who is who that's not nah, for real though like, that's that a shit fact. as well yeah that's that's a fact man yeah this this world it's it's crazy because it's like all happening at the same time you got the deep fake um videos that's coming out like kendra kind of put that bug in my ear when he did that with the um the nipsey uh tribute and uh kobe tribute mm-hmm. um so you, if you can like create a video with anybody's face and now have your voice doing anybody's voice like what about the police in the criminal justice system you feel yeah. me yeah yeah anything anything, anything can happen now it's like shit is crazy yeah. i seen a video with uh i don't know if it's new or old it was like 
Black Eyed Peas in the studio, like Will I Am, and he was like, show. It might be old because he was like showing them like, yo, check this shit out. It's this new AI you've been using, mm-hmm. and like he did, he showed them. He was like, we can literally not even. We only have to go in the booth. We can just say it out here, and it's going to. Work. That's lit. And then like Fergie was pissed off, like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Like I'm gonna go record regularly. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Will? And Will's like, you guys, y'all scared of the future. And it's like I don't know when that video I would came. Be with that shit. I don't know when that video came out. That shit probably came out like 2004 or some shit. Right. Wow. But now when you look, it's like shit crazy. Everybody's on it. But I imagine that people who are into technology and that are using all these technological tools and stuff like that in the studio and stuff like right. that, it wouldn't have been hard to create anyway. Like, right. Nah, niggas been using that shit, but it's like now, it's like the mass public is hip now, and yeah. they might start really putting it out there and pushing it as a product, you know what yeah. I mean? And we know like whenever we advance as technology, it just it just goes faster. So now with this kind of technology and capabilities, what are, what are we gonna do next? What are we gonna do next with it? Where is it gonna take us to? We saw what just Google has done for a lot of people, right. you know what I mean? Like if, at one point we used to have to go walk to the libraries and get information right, and stuff right. like that. Now, man, I remember them days. Yeah, man. like. I, I tell people all the time, like, we, we're really the last generation of... Right, like, I got a small, even though I'm, you know, I be talking like I'm old here, I ain't that old, but, like, I got a small, you know, I got memories from them type of days when niggas was doing that, like, but it was a quick s- switch, like, yeah, and then it was like, oh, shit, it's lit, right. but it was just like, I miss that shit too, though, like, how shit used to be, though. Yeah, it's, it's just like, you gotta appreciate it, because, like, those times will never happen again. Nah, never like, again. Not MySpace, Facebook, and two. Nope. I mean, MySpace still around, but it's just not the same shit, you know. But yeah, we we, we went down a real big conspiracy rabbit hole, man. But we gonna get back to you and your and your and your music stuff, man. So, for you and your career now, where do you see yourself? Like, what what accolade or maybe a feature from somebody like what would you cons- be considered like your i don't want to work with none of these niggas hey yo hey yo hold on hold on hold on man. oh oh damn my, 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 my gun jam my bad <laughs> <laughs> man, y'all wasn't ready for that huh <laughs> nah but not real shit man like i said bro like i really came up like it's the OGs that really made me want to do this shit. Like when mm-hmm. I look around me, it's some it's some people out there that I'm like, yo, that's some, they doing dope shit. But like, I don't feel like nobody fucking with me, man. Like real shit. You want like, J Cole shit? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to work with him. He said no features. I work. I would work with J Cole just because I remember being a tenth grader bumping the warm up. Like, who the fuck is this nigga? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, so, I you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's certain cats that you always got you know tilt your head to and shit like that. Like, but I don't know. I feel like it's like vet. Like the people I want to work with are like veterans now. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Even Jake J Cole's a veteran. He's not no new guy no more. He's a vet. Like niggas got to put respect. Still giving fresh though. Still nah, it's like because he's so he's nigga so raw. He's he a little child. Yeah. He's never That's fell off. Is. He got like his consistency is crazy. So it's like. Every time he coming at niggas is almost with a new vibe, so it probably do feel like a new artist. But niggas got I'm, I've been bumping J Cole since fucking 2008, so right. like I remember I still got the the 2010 freshman cover from that from 2010. I still got that at the crib, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. I was bumping everybody, aside from a few I may not have knew about, but I was bumping Wiz heavy. I was bumping Big Sean heavy. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was bumping Nipsey. Like, I was really bumping Nipsey heavy before yeah. it was popular. Right. I was fucking with Nip. So, like, yeah. Like, like if anything, those are cats. I would, like, if anything, besides OGs, everybody that's left on that 2010 cover, that's who I want to work with. Okay. The Keeper okay. Trail Wiz, the Freddie Gibbs, the Big Shards, like them type niggas, J. Coles. I feel you. So you're saying like that gen- that generation, that like, that was like the golden era or like... That was like the next up. Like, okay. the golden era to me is like Wu-Tang and the okay. you know I'm saying, Pac and everybody, Biggie. Okay. That's the golden era to me. But like, I feel like it ain't been nothing. Just my personal opinion, I feel like that's been like the next big thing. Like, after that, that was the next big thing. Like, when you had that... That that whole class, that 2010, even, I'm going to just say 2010, I'll be fair, 2010 through 2012 classes, like, the people from around those groups who were on them covers, like, they was really going crazy, like. So, from this era, who do you see going long term? From this era? From like this new? era right now? Who's uh, going to make it through? You know, I'm, I don't want to be talking down on nobody. I don't know. Let me think real quick. Now you're talking, you're going to talk up on a couple artists. Yeah, I'm talking up on them. But it's like, <laughs> if, it's I, kind of if, if I mention one what I was saying, somebody else is like, oh, well, I'll be, that's how I be feeling. Like, I'm damn near talking down. But, uh, shit. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it clean, all the way clean right now. Gunna was the one. You think so? He was the one. He fucked it up. <laughs> he fucked it up, man. I was a fan. How'd he fuck it up? What happened? <laughs> it's, going to go to, it's, all, it's all going cases and shit going hey, on. Yeah. He, fucked it up. he fucked it up. I was fucking with Gunner Hard. I ain't yeah. going to sit here and lie to y'all. Gunner. I, I could definitely see that. I, I say for me, um, it was kind of like a race between Lil Baby and Lil Dirt. Um, oh, yeah. I, f- I fuck with Dirt. That's another. Yeah. I was listening to them niggas like before they was really hot, hot. Like yeah. I remember when like each little viral moment and shit, like. I remember where I was at when I first heard 300 and Don't Like and all that shit. I was really mm-hmm. fucking with them. Yeah, I, I, I think Dirk, I think Dirk actually got it. I think his Yeah, Dirk, is. but like he's another one. I don't look at Dirk like he's a new guy because I know okay. the work he put in to get to where he at. I look at Dirk like he one of them, he one of them now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Niggas is looking at him like he knew because they ain't know, but like he one of them. Like. Yeah, I, I, it, I guess it's perceptive. Perception because it's like how many times are you known? Of like, course, to future, the future, one of them. Oh, yeah. But he's again, he's a vet. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah I don't yeah, look at him yeah, like. Yeah, I don't, it's it's he so many people that. now that's like, it's people that's <laughs> crossing over into that vet lane. Like even Uzi, he's about to be a one more classic <laughs> album, and Uzi's a he's a big dog. Let's be that's, real. That's my guy. Uzi is definitely a big dog. One more, he's like that's what I'm saying. He's a big dog now, but it's it's like just, one yeah. more, one more classic. Once the new shit drop or whatever, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be solidified if it isn't isn't already. Not only has he been around for a while, but he has the hearts of the young people. It's, yeah. Exactly, and that's really the key right there. If you have the hearts of, of the young crowd and stuff like that, you can live for a nah long for time. sure. Hell yeah, and I think that's that's why we still listen to like Drake, Kendrick, Cole. You know, Drake, I feel like Drake's like in Hall of Fame mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he don't got rap. He don't honestly got <laughs> rap no more. Yeah, he don't. You know he, what I'm saying? I mean, it's been some discussions about his. You know, we ain't gonna get in that, but you know what I'm saying? You can't take away what's on paper right now. Yeah, no, nah, he it's it's undeniable at this point. Like, if if you have something bad to say about Drake, then you right, hate, right. You you're a goddamn hate. hater. You know what I'm saying? And push my nigga like I fuck with push, push and premiere my video and all that shit. Shout that's the pusher, that's man. the OG for real, for real. But what's just the, uh, I ain't gonna lie, get credit when it's due. What's right. the biggest thing that's happened to you in your career? Um, that probably was one of them. 
Pusha T co-signing um, one of my singles. He actually premiered it on his uh, Hairwave YouTube channel for his label. That was like 2020. So like heat of the pandemic, Pusha T premiered my oh, video. Sweet. So it was just like, while everybody chilling, like I'm trying to figure shit out, that shit happened. So that, that felt good. That was definitely one of the moments. Um, getting in my first magazine, I was in a magazine actually in Japan called Woofing Magazine. Oh. It used to be a big print magazine over there some years back. And they had featured one of my projects at the time. It was like the third installment to that Life mixtape I was talking about mm -hmm. in the beginning. It was the third installment to that. They featured that. But like right right below me was Mac Miller Project Faces. Oh, wow. So okay. like I always that always stuck with me. Like, damn, niggas got me next to Mac. Like, this is how they feeling in Japan. Like, okay, That's cool. Good. You know what I'm saying? So that and just like... I'm not gonna lie, it's stuff happening. Like it's like it feel like every year, damn near every month, every week, it's some some new shit. So it's like it's it's hard for me to even pull all the moments together because it's so much shit that I'm proud of. Because I I will so much shit even to this day into having it. So it's just like damn near everything. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't change my story for nothing. So what would you say is your what do you want the most out of this game? What the most out of the music industry like? My respect. Okay. Because money come and go. I, they can give me millions and millions of dollars. If I'm not responsible with it, I can fuck it all up. How do you know when you're respected? You just know. Yeah. When them plaques is on the wall, when uh, you getting them awards and shit like that. Okay. And even if you're not always getting awards, just, just a recognition, just a nod, like we see. Like, it's a lot of cats out here that ain't never Low key, they like might have went gold a few times, got one platinum album, but like you still gotta put respect on their name, like nigga, they cultural staples. So it's like I don't gotta be the biggest face, but as long as you respect my like showmanship and my craft, what I really bring to this shit, that's what really matters to me for real. Okay. And um, you know, somebody told us, man, that you actually had the opportunity to perform at South by Southwest and you was out there? Or? Yeah, I was. I was. It was cool, man. I got to do two shows with the Chop Stars. Shout okay. out OG Ron C. Shout out Michael Watts. He was a part of one of the shows as well. But that shit was lit, man. Yeah. Definitely everybody. Met Erica Banks, sexy ass out there. But that's a different story. <laughs> Shout out to Erica she Banks, cool. man. Uh, yeah, it was cool though. The whole week out there was cool. I met Sauce Walker too. Okay. Yeah, it was some rad, cool nigga, funny nigga, cool nigga. Yeah, it was lit though, man. It was weird because it was cold as shit. I wasn't expecting all of that. Yeah, but, not in Texas. Yeah, like, but I was booked and busy though, so that's what mattered. Got to get it. shit done out there. Okay. You are looking to go back uh, next year or? Uh, shit. If my schedule permits it. Uh, yeah. I hopefully shit. For sure, man. For sure. I want to. Um. All right, man. We got a couple of things to get into, man. Um, we're gonna get into. These uh top topics, man. Um uh, let's see. Which one you wanna start with uh the top topic, Jamila? We can start with the top topic. Okay. Alright. So our top topic this week is What's the worst job you ever had? Mm. Worst job? Yeah, what was the worst job you ever had? It's funny because I ain't had but so many jobs. I'm kind of like, well, hey, how many jobs I had? But the wow. worst, the worst, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't never been a job nigga. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Yeah. Like, but nah, the worst though, I worked for waste management. 
Uh, so like, if, if you, if anybody knows, like, oh, I wasn't man. on the truck, like, oh, okay. where they take all that sticky ass shit too, like the warehouse where niggas gotta recycle and sort through all the crazy sick ass oh, shit y'all throw God. away. Yeah, that's what, I was you throw what do you mean? Y'all gotta actually like, what you mean? Like, it's like we on a conveyor belt and shit is trash is off 12 hours straight being dumped on that bitch and you gotta go through it and sort you know cause I mean at the end of the day niggas is throwing crazy shit in the trash so you yeah. gotta sort through shit and separate hazardous shit make sure it ain't you know what I'm saying so what kind of wow. shit would you consider hazardous that can't it could be like sick shit that's sharp glass mm. certain like chemicals liquids shit anything bro like wow. shit that can pollute some water just fuck some shit up or fuck somebody up we had to sort through all of that shit. That shit was crazy. That was like a job for like a 40-year-old nigga. I was like 19 working this shit, okay. cuz. But I heard it. The bread was sweet. All my niggas from around my way was like, yeah, bro, we, we in this shit. Y'all was getting paid. It was like five of my niggas like, shit, you know, bro, just got some jobs. Might as well fuck with it. We all about to be in there, nigga. Why not? So it was one of them things like, it was like some eight-mile shit. We was all up in there like, <laughs> These niggas got fired though. I was like the last nigga standing. Like, these niggas wanted to go hit some weed on our break. This is how fucked up it was. It was like we was going into work like six in the morning, leaving like three in the morning the next day. That shit was wow. fucked up. Like it was crazy. No, nah, no, nah, let me not let me not size it. It was like eleven in the afternoon, and we would be leaving three in the morning. Type shit. It was still fucked up, but like all day wow. doing that shit. Like it was crazy. How long did you like? Did you stay there? They gave us two breaks, right? Both breaks was fifteen minutes. Right. Oh, they slave job. Like, yeah, eat, eat your sandwich and get the fuck back in there type shit. Like, you pretty much, you know what I'm saying? So, one day, we these niggas like, man, we about to go to go to bruh house here, Jay. I'm like, bruh live about 12 minutes from this motherfucker. <laughs> like, break gonna be over by the time y'all even roll the fuck, do all that. I like, something told me, like, I was being responsible that day. I like, nah, I'm kicking, po- I'm kicking here. When I tell you these niggas was late as hell, like, they, they weren't even back... Like, all right, so they left during the first break. We went back inside. By the time we came out for the second break, these niggas was pulling up. Like, they was going for that long. Like, the manager was a little Spanish nigga. He was sitting out there like, man, what? Ain't see them niggas again at that bitch. I was like, oh, that's crazy. How long did you work there? I ain't gonna lie, I quit like a week (laughs) later. I quit like a week later, like, damn, all my niggas gone. And, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm gonna put this shit out there in case this shit is still going on. Y'all might want to sue these niggas, get y'all checked. They used to have us doing crazy shit in this bitch, like, waste management, like I said, is recycling plant, whatever, warehouse. They got this big-ass machine, it's like a grinder, it like, sm- smash up the trash and shit. They used to have us climbing in that bitch with, like, scalpels, like, cutting shit that would get stuck on that motherfucker. Like, like literally, like, on some crazy shit, hanging, cutting it, like... Wow. And it was like, I used to always think, like, a motherfucker can hit a switch right now. We could get grinded the fuck up in this bitch, like... Yes. And they got, like, four or five of us, like, three niggas is at the bottom. I'm, like, certain niggas is on top, scraping shit. Like, Y'all that shit used to be... Yeah, so it was one day, I'm fit. I'm 19, so I'm, like, already, like, smelling myself. So I'm, like, one day I'm in that bitch, like... Man... Fuck this shit, dog. I'm <laughs> I'm gone, bro. And like one of my other niggas was still there and shit. He like looking at me like for real. I'm like yeah, nigga, fuck that shit. Like I was like taking my like equipment off on the belt. Like yeah, I'm dead ass. I'm get this nigga my shit, roll out. Get my I got my I got two checks out these niggas. Mm. I finessed them two checks in two weeks. And had to get out of there. Yeah, I was like 
I ain't gonna lie, I bought some weed and trapped it out the rest of that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Yeah, flip what it, man. What was your worst job? Um... Okay, um, once upon a time when I was working for Uncle Sam, um, oh, I, uh, I had this job, man, where I had to go out and interview people and I had to like, I had to go to them mm-hmm. and I had to write down notes, um, of everything that they said, reported like, you know, where they're from, all this kind of stuff. And then from that, I had to like go home and type everything up on the computer and send it out like I like half of the job like going out like getting like going to see different you know buildings and parts of DC and stuff like that that was pretty cool getting to meet different people but the fact that like I would have to report on everything and then type up everything like I'll be sitting in my room for like eight hours just typing from my notes and then if you miss something or you need more information, you have to call the people, you might have to go back and interview them again. There's oh, a, wow. That shit... Yeah, that sounds crazy. That shit was... At, and the pay was trash. The pay was so trash. Oh, not so the like, pay was bad. Yeah, so it was, like, it was like, there was nothing really motivating you to do it. So at like, least that waste, waste management paid good, but it just yeah. wasn't worth the shit. Like, it, like, you lived in that motherfucker. Like, if you were a 19-year-old home from college or just a 19-year-old cooling it, it was like, that ain't the type of job for you kids. So. Right. Follow your dreams before you do yeah, that shit. <laughs> I thought it would be a cool summer job. No, sir. Jamila? Yeah. My worst job probably would be... It wasn't really that bad. It was just really my experience. Because mm-hmm. I worked... I had a million jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I had a million jobs. I worked at McDonald's. It wasn't that bad. My sister used to work at McDonald's. They I fired her ass. McDonald's, McDonald's is harder than y'all think. She, no. Her ass got fired. Her ass got fired quick. I was like, damn. What you know they do? You know that McDonald's right on. Uh, it's in Walker Mill, right by the uh, Lucky Star, where the Lucky Star carry out. That the famous BP, the shit that always go viral. Yeah. yeah. I used to live right over there. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie. So like that McDonald's, she got a little job over there for a little bit. They fired her ass with the quickness. Hey, she burnt the fries and some shit. They was like, yeah, you gotta get the fuck. Oh, they were like, strict. McDonald's was not. And that was a hood ass McDonald's, so really I didn't know they etiquette was that serious like that. I'm then, surprised but the McDonald's they was actually there. That joint was like shot. Tuck, like, I don't yeah, know it's like on the cut. You gotta go down the little yeah. bit, and it's right there. Yeah, Family Dollar right there. Yeah, that was our little shopping center. But my worst job, I was an assistant property manager for this uh, apartment complex, and there were uh, there was another assistant property manager, and then we had one person above us, which was the property manager. Mm-hmm. And I loved my job. It was actually in an active adult community, so all the people were like sixty five and older. I love old people, so the job really was great. But I had this one coworker who used to bother me every single day. She was the other assistant property manager, and she had mm-hmm. been there for 10 years, but her ass was 60. Okay. And at the time, I probably was like 22. Okay. So she thought because she had been there for 10 years that she was my boss, but we shared the mm-hmm. same job title. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm here because they just built a new building that has some more technology in it, and I'm young yeah. and can walk all three buildings. Right. Baby, we share the same job title. But she right. wanted to be my boss so bad. So every single day I had to cuss this white bitch out. Oh, every day. Oh, I had to cuss her out. Hey, yo. She bought me dresses. So she didn't like the way I dressed, right? And I, you know you know how I dress at the dealership. Right. So I dressed like a, like a little bit nicer than I did at the dealership. So, you know, we had to dress mm. up or whatever. Right. 
Never dress inappropriately, did I? No. Never? No, never. Okay, so I would wear like these cute little pencil skirts and stuff that would come like literally like right here. She bought me dresses from the store. They were so expensive, y'all. They were so old ladyish. The, the designs were kind of cute, like the patterns or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she was like, here, I got you something. And brought me like six dresses, y'all. They were expensive. That's how OC this lady was, right? Okay. I was like... Thank you. She was like, yeah, just thought maybe I could help you out a little bit. And I'm Ooh. like, what the fuck? I went, because mind you, the dresses was kind of all right. I took them to go get Taylor, right? <laughs> I took them back to <laughs> This is an episode thing. of white people taking it too far. Take too like, far. What? I took them dresses in, got them hyped up a little bit. They was so, I, I came in that bitch styling the motherfucking profile, and that bitch was mad, right? She was just like, what, what, said, what are those the dresses? I said, yes, thank you so much, Kathy. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love them. And then one of the dresses, I remember the day that I wore it, too. It was like one of those dresses, like when you spin around a little bit. It got like this little, like the air would get up underneath. Oh, oh my man. God. Thank you so much. Hey, that was like the <laughs> 1950s. It was so cute, though. But it was so cute, though. Like once I got it, like, I was looking good. See, you know, we going to finesse some shit. Going for finesse. Right. I said, I got something for Kathy. Nigga yes. make some high water swaggy shit. Michael Jackson did it. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it was horrible. I used to walk from one building to the other, had to work cell phone. She would see me walking across from one building. She would call me, be like, what are you doing? I would go just like this. Hang the phone up and keep right on walking. Like, bitch, leave me alone. But it wasn't a bad job, but she used to agitate the shit. I had to quit because of her. Nah, I don't blame me. Oh, that's crazy, man. Like, it wasn't even the job that was bad. It was, it was just the Yeah, that's fucked up when it's just the people like, damn. Yeah. Job was sweet. Job was so sweet. The old people loved me. And then it had, like, I used to love the job because me and my friends used to come back to the complex when all the old people would go to bed because they had mm -hmm. this bomb ass indoor pool and shit. And we would turn that yeah, bitch that shit up. Like, crazy. <laughs> it was sweet. Imagine y'all come to my job. We're going to get lit. Yo, was man, this before so, or after the dealership? This was before the dealership. Oh, that's I'm going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. But after the dealership, you know, I was a little mature in I would never do that now. Yeah, I risk my good job, but no, back then right. I risk it all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, shit. When you young, you what? Yeah, I'm up this fact. motherfucker. We had a ball. Yeah, man, <laughs> I remember a couple of parties that we threw, man. That's all. Anyway, um, let's get back to it, man. All right, so I, I, I had a question for you, man. And, and like I said, this is if you if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, you know, it's cool. We can move on, stuff like that. But I, I happen to be like on. Uh, on the social media timeline stuff like that. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm about nah, to talk I ain't gonna lie, man. He might be getting me hip to something. I might not know. I'll be under a rock uh, sometimes. You, know uh, you know about this one right here, man. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so we, I was scrolling through the timeline. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And, and I seen that. Um, man, oh, man. I seen that you had like a little issue with, with another another artist man so i don't know if you, you want to explain like what happened like for people for y'all I'll, I'll explain it i'll explain a little bit without exposing too many people man okay but uh basically shout out my homegirl dj now for real man but she she just put me on to a little situation that's <laughs> uh we dealing with it behind the scenes gotcha oh y'all still dealing with it yeah oh gotcha gotcha yeah. All but right, the artist it's a mainstream artist i'll say that it was some confusion. Okay. We'll leave it at that. It's all good. All right. So we're going to get into our, our top uh, rapid fire questions real quick. You know what I mean? So 
Um, starting off, man, what would you say is your top inspiration? It could be a person, um, something you read, um, a place. Like, what what inspires Bucky Malone? Um, it's gonna sound childish, but my childhood. You feel me? Okay. Because like, it's like so many pieces from my childhood. That's like. Like, just, like, from the nostalgia memories, like, I was telling y'all, like, the music I was listening to then, just the the lifestyle, the way of life there, everything was simpler, like, playing video games and shit like that. Just, like, the simple things in life, to be honest with you. Okay. Like, people might think it's weird, but, like, my pro- one of my processes when I'm working on a project, I literally, like, I would just sit on the PS2, play a bunch of games and shit. Okay. Because, like, some of the music from them games is, like, like some of them tunes is like inspiring and yeah, take man. me back to a place creatively where it was like, damn, now I want to go record. Like right. it's just crazy. <laughs> I might play NBA Street Two and be like, oh shit, now I want to go record some yeah. shit. Or San Andreas, Vice City, like oh now I want to hop in the booth. So really, just like the shit that make me happy. Like like I try to like drive from that. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be shows, movies, activities, stuff like that. No, that's right. a great inspiration. Yeah, that's super dope. Some of the video games, man, like I know some people like they'll sample like the Sonic, uh, like Green. green oh yeah, I ain't even gonna snitch on myself. I just sample plenty of video game shit, so I know what you yeah. mean. But yeah, yeah for that's sure. Hard, man. Okay, who would you say is your top artist now? Who are you listening to the most besides yourself? I ain't gonna lie, I've been listening to like only me lately. That's why I said besides yourself. Besides uh, myself, <laughs> that's why he's making it hard. Yeah. Well, besides myself, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie Gibbs. I fuck with Freddie Gibbs heavy. And it's crazy, like, I was talking about that freshman cover. Um, When that joint came out, he was one of the artists that I wasn't really familiar with like that. Mm-hmm. So when I seen him, he just had a little look to him. I was like, I want to check his shit out. He, like, he go hard. And, like, once I peeped this shit back in, like, 2010, I'm like, oh, this nigga's a monster. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I followed his career and watched what he do. Uh, you know, I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? He one of them niggas that's like, he not like a hip, a hop, the hippie, but that nigga's rapping. Like, he's really, he's staying true to the art form while keeping the shit current. So, Freddie Gibbs, my nigga Currency, you know what I'm saying? He's somebody that inspires me a lot to just like stick to my gut, do what I want to do. Cause, you know what I'm saying? He's really carved out his own lane since, you know what I'm saying? Even like a lot of people like talk about the like 2010 runs, but shit, he OG. He was, on No Limit and Cash Money. Like, who you mm-hmm. know can say that, so. Yeah. Niggas like Freddie Gibbs, Currency, uh, shit. It's gonna be controversial to say this because they kind of like at odds right now, but I love when they made music together, Griselda, I fuck with Griselda. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Okay, I can definitely see where your style is coming from. Yeah, yeah like, like, I, won't, I, I don't want to ride with him. <laughs> like, that, I ain't saying that's all I listen to, but like, yeah. if we talking about people that's like, Right now, like consistently dropping shit, I'm just I gotta give credit with this dude. Like it's been Freddie Griselda. Um, it's a lot of people that's like in my head right now. It's not. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. It's like I don't know if niggas hip to him, but my nigga Shawnee Bin Laden from New York, he been going crazy. You know what I'm saying? I can't even call him underground. That nigga lit. You know what I'm saying? Like I like lit. I like to listen to different shit. Shit that just is a vibe. You know what I'm saying? R.P. Pop Smoke. I was really yeah. fucking with Pop Smoke before he passed. I felt like he was going to be the one. You know, so that shit crazy. Uh, but nah, man, like I said, I feel like a lot of the artists I listen to, they not even like new artists no more, man. It's crazy. They like transitioning. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody that's like 
kind of super new that I really fuck with. Throw some names out there so I can just be like, oh yeah, I fuck with him. <laughs> no, I mean, I would, I'll really I'm, be in the under a rock sometimes. We just want to know who you be listening to. Yeah, I be listening to old shit, y'all. Yeah. She said she don't want to ride me because she <laughs> ain't know what I'm listening to. I ain't going to lie she, to y'all. She listens to a certain bag. It's, it it's keep okay. me in that bag. Like, I look at like, what's out now? These are my competitors. I hate to mm-hmm. sound like that, but it's like, no, you gotta be that I might, you gotta don't get me wrong, I'm going to stumble across this shit in parties in the club and if it's sounding hot, I'm going to vibe to it. Like, right. But at the same time, I'm not really like that cat that's really like, oh, that new such and such drop. Like, like I feel like those days are definitely over. Like I remember, like we used to wait for like yeah, hard. you know, it's too it's much. much. It's hard. It's kind of hard to it's hard to keep up with now. So I feel like that alone kind of like makes it hard. Yeah, only I, certain artists can. I fuck can with, but it's niggas that like I feel like don't get enough respect that I really fuck with. Like niggas like YG. Niggas like I Co- love YG. Niggas like Kodak Black. But there's a lot of niggas that be like, I don't know, like, YG's well respected, but he could be bigger. He said who? He said payroll. Payroll, payroll. payroll. Uh, who else? ESTG. He a new cat that I fuck with. Mm. Yo, there's a lot of niggas out there that's, that's turning But going back now. to YG, though, I think that's because we're in the DMV. Right. He's a West Coast artist. I know they bumping his shit. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know yeah. that they're bumping his shit. Oh, nah, LA, like, West yeah. Coast, period. They, like, they fuck with their artists. They all, yeah, that's like, they what I was about with, to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even I remember when Blueface had his run, like, Mm-hmm. They were saying he was the the one, like like a lot of niggas be talking this shit about Blueface and shit now because what he got going on. But he took it too far. Like when yeah, <laughs> he took word, it too not far. Word. He took it away I, from the music and it's just like okay, now you just a, so like a reality. Just, to each, bag was heavy. To each his own, you know whatever <laughs> he want to do. But I ain't gonna never take nothing away from him. that nigga. Had a run like I remember like so many LA rappers was rapping like Blueface. Mm-hmm. Like when that nigga first hit, like niggas can say he was off beat and shit, but it was like a hundred other niggas sounding like Blueface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Yeah, that was his style, that was his lane, man. I'll say that I'll give Cali that. They rep from the Bay <laughs> to Sac to to LA. They definitely hold their artists down. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what would you say is your top vacation destination? It could be a place that you um that you've already been to or a place that you want to go to that you haven't been. I gotta get the UK out the way. I've never been to the okay, UK. Shout out to London, you know. That's what I mean? late. I'm hella late on that. So yeah, man. I think I'm gonna go for my birthday actually. Okay. So. When's your birthday? May eighteenth. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's right around the corner. It's about this is damn near less than a month away. Mm-hmm. You like the uh, drill uh, sound out there they got going on? That style? Oh, some of it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of like I'm partial with the drill shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember I was fucking with Chicago Drill when that shit mm-hmm. first was heavy. So I was one of them niggas when it was like starting to get regional. Mm-hmm. I kind of was like, because you know me being a hip hop nigga, I'm like, ah, oh, niggas is running off with they songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I fuck with a lot of the, like, the New York Drill shit. Mm-hmm. It was some London Drill that I heard that was like hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get into a little bit of yeah. it. Do Skepta talk. count as London Drill? I don't really think he counts as London Drill, but I like Skepta. Like, I think they throw him in there. I mean, he's such a big name. It's I like, like Skepta. It's a few other a few other cats. I think the I, for real for the Canadian drill should be going crazy. I didn't know they Canadian be, had a drill. Bro, bro listen, yeah. them to, in Toronto, they be turning up, bro. I ain't going to lie. I feel like they, they shit is that's, wavy. I fuck with it. That's interesting. Okay. All right, man. Shout out to the UK, man. Drill cool, though. It's cool. I just like... Like it it comes from it comes from a real place though, so it's like as hard as it may feel, it might be a vibe. You can't help but think about like the people like you know who who possibly being rapped about and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things where it's like I ain't trying to preach on some oh man, it's 
super peaceful shit. But it's just one of them things. Like I, I do. I ain't gonna sit here and act like I don't enjoy it. But it's one of them things where it's like, I see what they trying to do with it, and I hope it lasts. That's all I can really say. I hope it lasts and it go as far as it can go because it seems like people trying to put a ceiling on it right now. Right. You know. So that's like the downside to it. It's like I fuck with it, but I don't know how long it's gonna be around. You know. It's like it seems like niggas is trying to like tone it down a little bit. So. Okay. Well, all right, man, Bucky, we really appreciate you for coming through, man. Blessing the podcast, bro. Um, what I appreciate y'all having me, man. What can we look forward to in the future? What do you got going on? Um, where can the people find you? What should they be listening to from Bucky? Um, the new mixtape, Polos and 40 Belows, me and my dog, Wi-Fi God. That's out now, all platforms. Y'all can run that up. The Purple album is out now. I got a deluxe edition to the Purple album as well. It's all new songs on that. So run both of those up. Um, the Chop Not Slot version of the Purple Album with Slim K and the Chop Stars is out. Y'all can stream that everywhere. But definitely just more videos, more music, more content from every avenue. Just just going to be busy, man, staying working. I know, uh, I don't know if it's too early or not for me to say this shit, but I know me and DJ Illidale from the Chop Stars, we got the Chop Not Slot version of Polos and 40 Belows dropping soon, oh, so, okay. you know, y'all can look out for that, but appreciate I got that, a bunch man. of shit little, coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Little, <laughs> make sure y'all watch the Lil Baby 2 Zanaya video out mm. now on YouTube. Run that up. Subscribe to my channel. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get more on my YouTube shit, get my subscribers up, so make sure y'all subscribe. Well, we're going to go ahead and do that um, right now, man, because... Uh, Oh yeah, he's, he's oh yeah, oh yeah. Now nah, what am I talking about? And oh yeah, run just <laughs> subscribe to the channel. First of all, watch everything on that motherfucker. Watch twenty three forty five featuring my nigga Internet James. You know what I'm saying? That shit is like the hot topic right now. So run that up as well. You feel me? If you guys wanna know why we keep looking at it like this, the elusive one is in the back right now. You know, he, <laughs> yeah, shout out my nigga. Yeah, he keeping me on point. You know what I'm saying? We got the magician Make sure in the back right no now. Make sure I'm saying no crazy man. shit on here. Yeah. <laughs> he just pops up. Right, he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> like, you know shout out, shout out to my man in the back, bro. Um, all right, man. Before we get up out of here, man, um, I definitely want to play a record from you, man. I'm, I'm gonna leave it up to you, but you kind of, you kind of said the record I wanted to hear. I ain't gonna lie, that was my. Oh yeah, man. Y'all got to play that little baby too, Zanaya. Yeah. And you, said by videos, I got. you said the video's out right now? Yes, sir. All right, but we're going to go ahead and make sure we go ahead and get that spin right now. Um, let's see here. Yeah, y'all got to hit that subscribe button, too. Man. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Yes, of course. Gotcha. You know, man. And you, you, what was it called again? Little Baby 2, right? Yes, sir. Alright guys, this is Bucky Malone with Lil Baby 2 with Zanaya produced by Wi-Fi God. Let's get to it, man. Shout out my boy Rudy P. Shout out Rudy P. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Reactions up next. Said that it's cool, she never been scared of the fire. 
shorty crazy as hell, she might just surprise you Fuck round around this supply, fuck it, I'm all on my zone I go take your hoe, little nigga, I'm really a sniper My hoe was choosing, but I ain't paying attention She's slight, but you really like her Used to be loving on Gia, she cold as a freezer Swear she would change up the climate That was my baby, swear to God, that was my lady To this day, she's still the finest Keeping it P, when I was fucking on P We was both rolling on Molly, wait, let me think When I was fucking on Reed, I couldn't tell anybody At the same time, I was still fucking with Bree Nigga had bodies on bodies, at the same time Had a Dominican mommy, nigga had hotties on hotties I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine, baby just give me a number Testin' I call you, skirtin' that coupe, then we slide her Lil' baby know I be tellin', she said that it's cool She never been scared of the fire, don't show me crazy as hell She might just surprise you, fuck round and rob you supply I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine, baby just give me a number Testin' I call you, skirtin' that coupe, then we slide her Lil' baby know I be tellin', she said that it's cool She never been scared of the fire Crazy as hell, she might just surprise you Fuck around and rob your supply I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine I think I need me a rider, put dick inside her Ass hella fat, that's a nine Baby, just give me a number Testing, I call you Skirting that crook, then we slide Guys, that was Bucky Malone with Lil Baby 2. Zanaya. That's my, hey. that's my that favorite record. That was fire. I Thank like you. that a Thank lot. You. That's probably one of my favorite songs now, too, yeah. honestly. No, that, that don't, that don't. That I always drop a song that's like, oh, it's my favorite. And something else come out. Like, oh, nah, this is my favorite. I think this one right now got the title. 
what, uh, what inspired you to go with the chopped and screw uh, towards the end? Uh, that's kind of like my signature. Like I've been doing that for a while now, since like 2020, like 2010, 2011 type shit. Like that's always been. I've been inspired by the H. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And one of my main influences probably since day one had to be like. I want to say shit, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Lil Flip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even before Bobby that, like, I really fucked. I was fucking with the Ghetto Boys. Like, I really uh-huh. remember bumping the Ghetto Boys. Like, mine playing tricks on me. All that was my shit. DJ Screw, all of that. So, yeah. like, Houston has definitely been a huge influence on my sound and how I approach shit as well. Shout out H Town, man. You know, you know, I love it down there. Mm. <laughs> I love it it's down okay. there, man. But it's like ever since I've been rapping, I've always tried to incorporate Houston in my shit because it's like the first ever instrumental I may have even tried to rap on was probably still tipping. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. That's dope. It's like I always try to pay homage because it's like yeah, they always been on their own shit. If you pay Mm -hmm. attention to Houston, Houston was like I feel like they was they the first wave of like self made millionaires. Like it was niggas in Houston getting bread. Y'all probably like, who the fuck is this nigga? That nigga was a god in Houston. Nigga getting whatever he want for a show. And I was like, that was the first region I seen doing it like that. Like, nigga, we don't got to go to New York. We don't got to fuck with none of y'all. We right mm-hmm. here right. going crazy, selling our shows, popping trunks, all that. Yeah. So. At one point, I mean, eventually, man, they had to pull people down there. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. UGK was, was you know? going crazy. You got Jay-Z hopping it. on Big Pippin and stuff like that. You got Outkast hopping on the Jones. So yeah, man, like, Houston has a really dope style, um, has an amazing contribution to hip-hop in general, man, so shout-out to H-Town. Definitely. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you guys check out my man, Bucky Malone. Um, make sure you follow him on all social media platforms. Is that uh, yes, sir. Bucky Malone? Yeah, Bucky Malone 703, and that's on everything on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Facebook music and all of that. Yeah. Bucky Malone 703, B-U-C-K-Y-M-A-L-O-N-E 703. Bad. All right, man, so we about to go ahead and get into Top or Not in a second, guys, so make sure you guys stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. And uh, once again, thank you to our special guest, Bucky, for coming out. Another round of thank you for having me, man. Real talk. All right, guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Jada laugh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this shit gonna be fire. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hell yeah. And then, um, 
the second part here too, this is our, our most popular segment. Like that's what people really love our podcast for is like the reaction part. So by you sticking around, listening to some of the music as well, too, they're gonna like, oh who's this guy too? So okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna holler at four I'm gonna come out there. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.